Hello, and welcome to On the Road to Hell in a Sail. I'm Christy, and as always, I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we like to talk about WWE pay-per-views and their fallouts on Raw and SmackDown. And just getting straight into it, we're just going to run through the pay-per-view real quick and say all the matches and who won them. Yep. So, surprisingly, there was only one match during the kickoff show. That's a bit strange. Yeah, usually at least two yeah, sometimes. At least but. two, for especially for an hour-long kickoff show. Yeah. But we started off the night with Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Yeah. And Natalia won that match. Mm-hmm. And then started off big for the actual pay-per-view with the yeah. women's Hell in a Cell match. Straight to the Hell in a Cell. For the Raw Women's Championship, which was Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch won and retained her title. Mm-hmm. And then we moved on to unlikely pairing of Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. And Roman and Daniel Bryan won that match, surprisingly. Yeah. And then the next match was... I guess an impromptu match between Randy Orton and Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Randy Orton won. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next was the women's tag team titles, Alexa and Nikki versus Asuka and Kairi Sane. And Asuka and Kairi Sane won that match mm-hmm. by questionable means. But anyways, <laughs> yes. we'll get into that later. <laughs> And then there was another tag team match. It was a six-man tag team match between the OC and Mm -hmm. the Viking Raiders and their surprise third, Braun Strowman. (laughs) So you can imagine with that ginormous team physically, ginormous team, (laughs) uh, obviously who won that, which was Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman. Mm -hmm. But it was via DQ. And then, I guess this technical wasn't an official match, but backstage, there was a transfer of the 24-7 championship to Tamina, which haven't seen her in a while, so that was no. nice getting to see her again. Mm-hmm. And then we have the rivalry that won't end, King Corbin <laughs> versus Chad Gable. But thankfully, at the pay-per-view, Chad Gable beat Baron Corbin, so that was nice. Yeah. And then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Bayley. Mm-hmm. And the Queen won. Ten-time champ now. Woo! Woo! And then the disappointing end of the night was the mm-hmm. Universal Championship match. Men's Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And somehow... <laughs> There was a disqualification and a no disqualification match. So, technically, The Fiend won. But but Seth Seth retains. Yeah. (laughs) So, that was the end of the night. A no disqualification match ending in a disqualification. Yeah. And a lot of negative heat from the crowd. Yup. Some not happy people in attendance and at home i'd say probably uh all the crowd booing yeah (laughs) i would say it's probably safe to say most if not the whole crowd yeah 99.9 percent of the crowd yeah so yeah that was a that was a quick run through of the Mm pay-per-view overall up to that point a very good night yeah i mean there's some 
matches I wish had gone other ways. Of course. But, you know, that's always the case. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, all the matches up to the last one were really solid. Yeah. Like, Lacey Evans versus Natalia, that was a good match. Oh, yeah. Very good. And apparently the women's Hell in a Cell match, I think they said was the 41st Hell in a Cell match. Mm. So, there's been quite a few of those, apparently. <laughs> quite, yeah, quite I think it was only the second women's one, right? Yeah. Which is also surprising. Yeah. Which means they didn't, yeah, they didn't do one last year. No, I didn't think so. Cause it was, well, when was it? I guess it was 2017 when they did the it first must have been, one. Yeah, it must have been right before I started watching. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was Sasha and Charlotte, Charlotte yeah, who were the first one. Because <laughs> when Mick Foley was on, he was like, you don't know. You don't know what it's going to do to you. It'll, <laughs> It'll change your life forever. It'll just ruin your life. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which, to be fair, with his experience with it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's if you're climbing on top of it and falling, falling through, through, it through it and wrestling The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's gonna do that, Mick. <laughs> yeah, but Sasha and Becky—that was a very good match. Yeah, like they didn't even wait for the cell to fully lower, which yeah. I did not like because no. anything bad could happen, and one of them could have gotten—I mean, they could have gotten cut in half. Let's just say it. Yeah, if that. If it had dropped, or, or camera crew, or a camera person, just or anybody. PA, uh, it wouldn't be a PA. <laughs> but yeah, I for dramatics, yes, that was great. But for safety, please no. I yeah. I'd rather everybody be safe than be exciting dramatic. We yeah. can be exciting without with, with and be safe at the same time. Yeah. Because things can and do go wrong. And have. And have gone Fatally. Wrong. Yes. During a pay-per-view. Yes, so I don't... Keep it safe, please. Yeah. But after that nerve-wracking stuff <laughs> happened at the beginning, and we got it actually into the match, because the bell hadn't even rung at that point. Well, of course. But, I don't know, it was a good, it was a very creative match, I would say. Yeah. Good use of the cell, good use of all the <laughs> weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just good. Yeah, good match. A little disappointing that it did end in a disarm her. Uh, yeah. saying it was a Hell in a Cell match and it ended in a submission. Yeah. That was a little disappointing. Yeah, that's true. But. So it But other than that, the whole thing was, it was a very good match. I wish that had yeah. been the final. <laughs> that should <laughs> yeah. have been the final match. You should have switched those. Yeah. But then it would have soured the whole pay-per-view if they had done that. But, so. but then it could have only gotten better, right? If you start with a really terrible, it can only get better. I guess. We'll never know. We'll never know, yeah. <laughs> and the Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan team up, that was pretty interesting. I guess yeah. Daniel Bryan's going face again, I hope. It seems that way. There are not enough faces <laughs> no. And the roster at this point. And if you're on Raw, there's zero faces, basically. Yep. So, well, they've got a, they've got one or two. Ricochet comes to mind. Yeah, Ricochet. Was, yeah, yeah. But it's getting very few and far between. Yeah. Which is not good for story, just for storytelling, honestly. Yeah. If everybody's a heel, then. Who are they going to antagonize? Yeah, 
each other. But what's the Yeah. But yeah, Roman and Daniel Bryan make a good team. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> they did. Very good team up there. Mm-hmm. It was a tornado tag team match, which doesn't happen often. No. Apparently it's pinfall and submission only, no mm-hmm. DQs, mm-hmm. but there's no tag in, so like everybody's wrestling at the same time. Yeah. So it's basically a free for all. Yeah, pretty much. But you're still on a team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, another good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan did a Hurricane Rana to Harper off a table. Like, that was pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Roman speared Rowan through a table after running across <laughs> two of the announce tables and speared him through the third. Mm-hmm. And Roman ended up pinning Harper after a Superman punch, running knee, and then a spear. So, good tag team matching going on. Yeah. Tag team combo. Yeah. And then it was the best part was at the end where... Daniel Bryan goes in for like a handshake to Roman, but then he's like, no. But then he's like, opens his arms wide and he's like, we gotta hug it. And Roman's just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Rolling his eyes, but then they do hug. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, yes, 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 yes. And I don't know if this was real or not or just acting, but. Daniel Bryan kind of collapsed on the entrance ramp as they were exiting, but they mm-hmm. cut away from it pretty quickly. Yeah. And then Roman was, like, limping out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roman and Harper are really big men, so <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it was a pretty rough match. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I don't know if that, like, Daniel Bryan collapsing was, like, legitimate or not, or if he was just, you know, playing his character well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. I hope he's fine. Hopefully, yeah. Because he was a small guy in that match. Yeah. And he took a pretty good quote-unquote beating yeah. for a good bit of it. So I'm hoping Daniel Bryan's okay. Yeah, me too. Mm. The Randy Orton and Mustafa Ali match, that was a... It was a good short match. It wasn't overly mm. long. Yeah. But it was pretty intense. Like, Mustafa Ali got, like, a huge, like, welt on his ribs. Yeah. During the match and oh it was so good though because he was able to counter one rko that <laughs> yeah. was pretty cool how do you do like a handstand yeah basically. he just like caught he caught the himself with his hands and then yeah. like flip flip back, up. flip back up so that was really cool yeah but you can only you only get one dodge yeah usually not even that <laughs> yeah so, usually yeah. not even that because they come out of nowhere exactly so, can't be prepared. Can't be prepared. Out of nowhere. But, yeah, Orton got him with the second one. So Randy Orton won that. Yeah. But, yeah, it, w- it was a very, it was a good match to watch. Yeah. Yes, it was. And I have a lot of feelings about that women's tag team match. <laughs> yeah. Why are Asuka and Kairi Sane going heel? What's that about? Because Asuka is heel. Not always. <laughs> not while I've been watching. Oh, yeah, not while you've been watching. Because she... Cause How do you think she had that undefeated streak of being the best at it? But... But she would fight The Miz when they were, like, mixed tag team partners. She, she He would be, like, being a heel, and she'd be like, no, I'm going to hug my friend Naomi. And now <laughs> yeah, they're taking well, that away. No. 
She's just being her true self again. Has she ever done the green mist before, though? Uh, that I don't know. But there's a long history of wrestlers doing like that. I, I know, but it's, it's, it's been a while Japanese since... Wrestlers. Well, yeah, it's been a while since anyone's done anything like that. So, I'm just... I wasn't prepared for that. Because you got Empress of Tomorrow and a cute little pirate princess. <laughs> and they're like spraying green mist and eye jabbing. Hey. A vicious little pirate princess. Apparently. <laughs> she you see her when she does that insane elbow. I know. But she jabbed Nikki Cross in the eye. <laughs> so. Hey, that's what tag teams being tag teams about. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's, it's Alexa Bliss though. So it's like, <laughs> she's, I, don't know, I guess they're kind of trying to make her a face, but she still has her heel tendencies. Like she's not. Yeah. Full face. And Nikki Cross is just crazy. Right. But they work well together. Yeah. I do. I really like them as a tag team. And Nikki's grown a lot in popularity. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in the matches, people be like, the crowd's chanting, we want Nikki, we want Nikki. Uh-huh. Or let Nikki play. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> and so, I was upset that they lost. Especially, I'm more upset that they're turn. uh, Kyrie and Asuka are turning heel because mm-hmm. they don't need to do dirty tricks. They're really good wrestlers. That's <laughs> no. why I'm confused. I'm like, no, they're actually really good. What? Why are they doing dirty tricks? I don't know. It's like, it's Asuka. She doesn't need to do dirty tricks. I mean, those pages are with them anymore, so I guess they're like, well, just do what we gotta do. <laughs> Paige wasn't getting us any results. So. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> do what we gotta do now. So, yeah, I'm just mad that we're losing all our faces. Like, we're literally losing all our faces. Yeah. The biggest, we'll get to it, talking about SmackDown, but... Ugh. Yeah. And speaking of faces that turned heel, AJ Styles and Good Brothers. (laughs) Oh, I've been waiting on that. Well, as I said before, I've been waiting on that for a long time. The whole WWE universe has been waiting on that. <laughs> Literally the moment they arrived in yeah. WWE. Yes. <laughs> Which Gallows and Anderson were Yeah, they pretty much they were heels the whole time. Yeah. For the most part. Heels to neutral. Yeah. I don't think they were ever like full on faces. No. But AJ's been neutral to face. Yeah. For the most part. Now he finally is showing his trick. Yeah. <laughs> But that was that was a good six man tag team match. Yeah, it was funny when AJ did the calf crusher, or at least attempted to do the calf crusher to Braun. <laughs> it's like you are the size of his calf. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but it could have been. Well, I say it was a really good match, but I guess it wasn't too much of a match because yeah. it ended in disqualification. Yeah, that's true. Because Gals and Anderson started attacking Braun and the ref called a disqualification. Yeah. It's not how you want matches to end at pay-per-view. Yeah. Or at all, really, but... But the the ending was kind of funny. I was like, part of it was at least. Because, you know, the Raiders come to Bronze Aid so they take out Gallows and Anderson, and then AJ mm-hmm. tries to attack Braun, and then Braun punches AJ out of midair. <laughs> and so, like, AJ's, like, out. And then Gallows and Anderson come to pick him up, 
And they're like having to tell him what happened because he's like, <laughs> "What's going on?" Yeah. And they literally carry him out along with the ref because he's like <laughs> flopping and going wherever. Yeah. So, AJ's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me, AJ is phenomenal. Yes, excuse you. <laughs> excuse me. Phenomenal. He is phenomenal. Yes. But, so that part was funny, at least. Yeah. Because they were, like, telling him what day it was and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Mm-hmm. And then we get some backstage stuff with the Street Profits, and then R-Truth and Carmella run in, and mm-hmm. R-Truth trips, and somehow... Carmella, because Carmella was the, one, was the one with the belt at the time, correct? Correct. And so somehow she also falls, and then Tamina pins her, mm-hmm. and Tamina becomes the new 24-7 champ. Yeah. So, glad to see her back. Because mm-hmm. she pretty much disappeared after Nia Jax had surgery, because they were pairing them as a tag team. Yeah. So, it's good to see her back on TV. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, she got right out of there after getting well, that yeah, title. Of course. Also, can I say it's nice to see that women are finally getting the title, right? Because it was all set up to be like, oh, any superstar from any brand can get it, like man or woman, and yeah. but it's like been mostly yeah. men with like one woman. Well, yeah. I guess two women now with Carmella, yeah, and now three with Jamina, yeah. So it's like, uh, thank you, finally. Yeah, the time that finally pays off. Then we get to that stupid rematch between Corbin and Chad Gable. Uh, yeah. They keep, it's like <clears throat> the 20 millionth time they wrestled each other. <laughs> yeah. And up to this point, Corbin keeps winning, which makes no sense. No. But anyways, thankfully Chad Gable was able to beat him this time. Yes. Mostly because... Corbin tried to use the scepter to beat him, and the ref was like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. And, of course, Chad takes the opportunity while the ref's trying to take the scepter, and he, like, rolls up Corbin and pins him for the win. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yay. The crowd was totally behind Chad Gable because, for obvious reasons, because Corbin is a poop who's taking his King of the Ring win way too seriously and literally. Yeah. Of course. Like, you're not a literal king. <laughs> no. You have no power. Yeah. So I was like, yay, that's finally over. But then later in the night, Corbin attacks Chad Gable backstage. And I'm just like, yeah. seriously? I just want this to be over. I feel like most of Baron Corbin's rivalries, they drag out way too much. Yeah. And I don't know why. No. No idea. So hopefully this one will end soon. Or hopefully they'll be drafted to two totally separate shows and we don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Chad Gable can wrestle better people. Yeah. And then after the Corbin-Gable match, Truth uh, chases Tamina through the arena and it's right after they finish announcing all the other announced teams. Mm -hmm. And so Tamina runs through there and she takes Funaki hostage <laughs> and uses him as a human shield against R-Truth. Mm-hmm. But then Funaki starts, because like, R-Truth is like acting like he's going to fight. But then Funaki like acts like he's going to fight. And R-Truth is like, whoa, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> but then Carmella super kicks Tamina from behind. But then she tells R-Truth to pin Tamina, which yeah. I thought was interesting. 
Yeah. So now our truth is, I think he's still the twenty four seven champion <laughs> as of the time we're recording this. Yeah. For like the twentieth time, maybe not <laughs> positive. So he may have passed Strict Flair for the most championship titles, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> I love that title. It's it's the levity that WWE needs. Yeah, desperately. Desperately. If only it wasn't. I know. <laughs> and after all that craziness, we had the SmackDown Women's Championship, which was the Queen Charlotte Flair versus Bailey, mm-hmm. And they wrestle so well together. Yeah. It's just, it's fun to watch both of them wrestle. And mm-hmm. the crowd was like equally behind both of them. Yeah. There were let's go Charlotte chants, there were let's go Bailey chants. I think... Bailey's pants were kind of funny because she'd been saying up to this point, like, I'm a role model, blah, 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 for kids, <laughs> even though she's been showing heel tendencies because yeah. of Sasha. But, like, her pants actually said role model on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, Bailey's been showing heel tendencies. She, like, poked Charlotte in the eye at one point. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure how, but Charlotte started bleeding during the match. Yeah. I'm not, I can't remember remember how it was her hand was it her hand yeah i think so okay i don't know how she got cut it must have got caught on the ring post or something yeah and then at the end of it bailey's pinning charlotte but she's got her feet like all the way up on the top rope and the ref catches it and he's like whoa what are you doing no she's like what no it's like come on bailey (laughs) but then after that charlotte's able to get bailey into a figure eight and Bailey taps. <laughs> and so Charlotte wins, new SmackDown Women's Champion, and she is a 10 time champ. Yeah. Woo! Woo! But then after all that, you know, Charlotte doesn't get too much celebration because they focus on Bailey's meltdown after the match. <laughs> yeah. Meltdown slash tantrum. She even shoves the ref away. Mm hmm. She's like, we need to fight again. <laughs> Why does this always happen to me? It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, you tapped. Like, right, yeah. You it's like, that's that. on you. Yeah. That's how it goes. And I think she even yelled at a fan to shut up. Mm-hmm. So we witnessed the fall of Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, was, that night was the fall of Bailey. Mm-hmm. But then they also held for a long time... On Sasha, after her and Becky's match, too, mm-hmm. it wasn't as dramatic as Bailey. Sasha was just kind of crying, but... Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see where they go story-wise with those two yeah. now. So, after that really good, awesome match, we go to what started out as a decent match, mm-hmm. and then had a terrible ending. Yeah. Which was the Universal Championship match. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. I really dislike that lantern so much. <laughs> and I always like to use close-ups of it. Which is like, yeah, somebody worked really hard on that. And they did a really because too good of a job. Because it's great, that's why. And I'm just like, bleh. <laughs> exactly. And for some reason, they decided to keep all red lights on throughout the whole match. Yeah. Which is strange, because they didn't do that for his match against Finn at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. They were just like full on 
regular lights. Yeah. I guess they were trying to be overly dramatic, but it also made it really hard to watch. Yeah. With it being all red. And at one point, when the camera guys kind of ran into, I guess not ran into them, but like they ran into the camera guys. I don't know. It was like Mm -hmm. some, because it's like tight quarters. Yeah. Between the ring and the cell. And the, some of the camera guys are, like, actually in the cell with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some contact or whatever. And, like, the fiend, like, actually yells at the camera guy. He's like, get the heck away from me. Yeah. Of course, he didn't say heck, but. No. It's like, whoa, okay. Camera guy's just trying to do his job. <laughs> yeah. Focus on Seth. But then there's another point where, like, the fiend pauses and, like, waves at the crowd. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, what is going on? Definitely one of the. Well, like, the only interesting character they have right now. Yeah. Everybody else just has not even a really a gimmick, but his is more like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, now everyone's a heel and no one has any, there are no gimmicks. Yeah, there, yeah. Unless you think being a heel is a gimmick, which it is not. (laughs) No, it is not. It's not the same. Not at all. Nope. So... As terrifying and weird and creepy as The Fiend is, I do super applaud Bray Wyatt for actually having a gimmick and sticking to it. Yes. And going all in with it. Yes. Like, Bray Wyatt still gets it. Yeah. Everybody else might have forgot how wrestling's supposed to work, but Bray Wyatt has not. No. Not at all. Because, yeah, it was a... Up to a certain point, it was a good match there was storytelling going on and it was actually it wasn't even as rough as the women's match actually no it wasn't now that i'm thinking about it even though he did do a sister abigail into the cell yeah but and at one point seth gets out a kendo stick but it has no effect on the fiend because it's the fiend right i guess he wasn't hitting that hard i mean it was still pretty loud but I was thinking, I was like, yeah, you can act like it doesn't affect you, but, like, he didn't even flinch, like, at all when they were doing the replays. I was like, (laughs) he didn't even flinch. Like, I would still, how do you keep your body from, like, not reacting at all? Yeah. I was like, that that is a little creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, at least it did bring, this match did bring to light how stupid of a finisher the stomp is. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean... Every time the fiend would just pop up like nothing happened. It's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're right. That that's a nonsense finisher. Yeah, it's the dumbest finisher. It's not even cool. Finishers. It's not even cool. If I was Seth Rollins, I'd be like, man, I need to get a cooler finisher. Everybody else has got really cool finishers. Yeah. <clears throat> and mine's just putting my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine's just dumb. Yep. And. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Not even too many people even try to sell it anymore, really. (laughs) No. Because it's so not impressive. No, not at all. And that's when when they start losing the crowd. Yeah, like the 30 stomps. Um, Yeah, the 30 stomps. That's when the crowd was like, are you kidding me? Like, you got to do something else. You're in hell in a cell and you're stomping right now. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. You're joking. Like, that was... That was the crowd. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's like you have tables, you have ladders, you have chairs, you have kendo sticks, you have the cell, and you're <laughs> right. just stomping right now? 
You think that's gonna get rid of the fiend? <laughs> like, it's only his second match back. And you think that's gonna get rid of him? Like, no. Terrible story writing. Yeah. Terrible. And the crowd was not having it. No, not at all. And neither was I. <laughs> no. Oh, I guess one funny, interesting part was the fiend pulling out, like, his huge mallet thing from under the ring. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, whoa, where did that come from? But yeah, it was... Yeah, it just went downhill super quickly. Yeah. Because at the end of it, Seth just tried doing all this kind of stuff with the, all the objects, and he was... He just came off as, like, a child, a disparate child and trapped in a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, okay, I can kind of get that because mm. that's kind of what they were trying to do with the story with, like, all the red lighting and yeah, the fiend, like, not going down. Like, okay, I can kind of get that. But then to have it end in a DQ when it's a no DQ match... <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> like, that's all I can say. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, how are we supposed to buy and accept that as an audience when it's a no disqualification match? I don't buy it. No. <laughs> no. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they think we're supposed to, how they think we're supposed to, but... And, like, even having the ref, when he brought the sledgehammer, be like, no, Seth, you don't want to do that. Blah, blah. He's, like, not getting up. It's like... It's called playing possum rough, but anyways. All right. It's, it's not how it should have ended. No, not at all. If, if they wanted their match to end in a disqualification, don't put it in a disqualification. No disqualification match. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... It's like, no, Fiend should have won. Yeah. Like, they could have had the Fiend won, and then him just be, like, not even interested in the title. Yeah. Just left it in the ring. Mm-hmm. Just, he just wanted to beat up Seth. And, and that would have totally fit with his character. Yep. And he'll just move on to the next victim. <laughs> yeah. His next friend. <laughs> right. Quote unquote friend. Yeah, his next friend. <laughs> yeah, so the whole disqualification thing and the ref stopping the match, that's when the AEW chants started. Yep. Well, there are a few uh, before that. But... but that's when they started in <clears throat> earnest. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the medics come out and the cell goes, goes up. And, like, they're trying to get him on the stretcher. And, like, Seth runs over, I guess, to try to beat him up some more. I don't know. I Again, because he's a disparate child and a <laughs> trapped in a yeah, out, nightmare. in a nightmare, yeah. But then, like, of course, the fiend pops up and does a mandible claw to Seth. And then there's yep. some beating up going on. And then the crowd's like, oh, restart the match. Restart match. Restart match. And it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, yes. Kind of, yeah. Let's do it. There hasn't really been one yet. No. <laughs> but do they? No, they don't restart it. No, of course not. And so he, like, does another mandible claw outside the ring. And, like, Seth starts gagging, coughing up blood or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, gurgling and, like, and it's, like, what the... F- what? Yeah. And the last shot of the pay-per-view is the fiend at the top of the entrance ramp. Strobe lights and the booze of the crowd. Yep. It's, like, that's like, not how you deafening want... Deafening booze. That is not how you want to end a pay-per-view. No. Fade to black. So that's two years of disappointing endings to Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I just, mm, I can kind of understand where they were going with ending that way. 
but I don't know. It just doesn't. They shouldn't have ended the match, or they should have restarted yeah. it. Yeah. And then ended the match with like the mandible claw, the gagging, the blood, yeah. and Seth losing one, two, three. Yeah. That's how it should have ended. Yeah. Like they can do like the dramatic tricks and whatever. Like oh, he's not really down. Like I get that. I understand that part because the fiend and he's weird and we don't understand him. Yeah. He says nightmare. I get that part. I totally get that part. But then you lose me with the disqualification and the not restarting the match. Yeah. Part. So, yeah. It's like, yeah. I kind of get where you're trying to go, but you didn't quite get there. No. In a satisfying way for the crowd and the viewers. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that was the end of Hell in a Cell. Yep. But anyways, enough about what we think of the pay-per-view. It's time to hear what you think. Because it's time to smack down your vote. Thanks, John Cena. <laughs> so like with all pay-per-views, we like to post polls on Twitter to see what your favorite matches were of the night. And our first tweet was Lacey Evans versus Natalia, Becky versus Sasha, and Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Rowan and Luke Harper and Becky versus Sasha won at 76%, followed mm-hmm. by Roman and Daniel Bryan versus Rowan and Harper at 19%, and Lacey Evans versus Natalia at 5%. Our second poll was Randy Orton versus Ali, the women's tag team titles, or the OC versus the Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman, and the women's tag team titles match won at 75%. Randy Orton versus Ali was at 25%, and the OC versus Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman was 0%. Mm-hmm. And then our final poll was Corbin versus Chad Gable, Charlotte Flair versus Bailey, or The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. And surprisingly, Corbin versus Chad Gable tied with Charlotte Flair versus Bailey, both mm-hmm. at 45%. Hmm. And The Fiend versus Seth Rollins coming at 10%. So, that was interesting. That Corbin versus Chad Gable tied with Charlotte and Bailey. I'm going with because of Chad Gable and nothing to do with Baron Corbin. Yeah, I would think so. I would hope so. But yeah, I guess by a percentage point, Becky versus Sasha was the favorite of the night. Mm -hmm. Closely followed by the women's tag team titles, which... I didn't get that. Those are both were very good matches. Yeah. But there actually weren't that many matches for a pay-per-view. No. Which was very surprising. Yes. Because for the actual pay-per-view, there were only eight. Yeah. It was only nine because of the kickoff show mm-hmm. match. So, yeah, that was a very short pay I mean, lengthwise, it wasn't shorter, I don't think. I can't remember now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it was, yeah... So that was surprising. That was that few matches. Yeah. But I agree for the most part of the voters' opinions on which matches were their favorites. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to vote in our little polls. Yes, thank you. And I guess now we'll quickly move on to Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> uh, what little I want to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, not much to dog about. Not much. Because they're gearing up towards the draft, which is already underway. Yeah. At the time we're recording, SmackDown already had 
the first night of the draft. Yeah. But on Raw, yeah, there's not much I want to talk about that happened on Raw, really. No. Nope. Or that really affected. Was affected by Hillens, though. Yeah. Not really. The only thing that was was the last woman standing match between Lacey Evans and Natalia. Yeah. Which that was that was a decent match. Mm. Eventually, they made good use of their entrance ramp and the announce table. <laughs> but and Lacey Evans even had a trash can with Natalia painted on it, <laughs> with trash in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the only big match because that was a rematch from the night before mm-hmm. and Natalia won that also so she was the last woman standing after she chunked Lacey Evans off of the entrance ramp onto a table Yeah, and I guess they did have that tag team match that was all champions oh yeah Charlotte and Becky versus uh, Asuka and Kyrie Sane are getting even more heelish. Like, Kyrie wasn't even wearing her pirate hat anymore. No. It's like, mm, she can still be a heel and wear a pirate hat. Right. Actually, pirates are pretty big heels if you think <laughs> about it. So, yeah. She can keep her a nice, fancy pirate hat. Yes. But that was that was a good match. Mm-hmm. But then got Asuka's brand green mist again and onto Becky this time. Yeah. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross ended up coming out to save Charlotte and Becky from Asuka and Kyrie Sane mm-hmm. after that match was over because they were beating up Becky and Charlotte. But yeah, most of the night was just talking about the upcoming draft and yeah. talking about Hell in a Cell a little bit, not much. Mm-mm. And then building up for Braun Strowman's fight against Tyson Fury. At Crown Jewel. Yeah. Which, just to let our listeners know, in case you haven't listened to our podcast before, we don't like to cover those pay-per-views. We are going to skip over Crown Jewel, and our next episode will be Survivor Series. Yes. So, but yeah, Raw, yeah, I'm just drawing a blank on anything else. That, I mean, there were good there were good matches. There was good wrestling, mm-hmm. but not really much. Like that, Ricochet and... Apollo Crews. Yeah, that was a good short little match at the end mm-hmm. of the night. I mean, OC versus Lucha House Party. Like, can't yeah. go wrong there. Yeah. There's a interesting surprise appearance from the Singh Brothers, who tried to wrestle Aleister Black. <laughs> who we haven't seen in a while. We haven't seen Aleister Black in a little bit. No. So, good to know he's still there. Yeah. Yeah, nothing too exciting story-wise on Raw that I will mention. Uh, yeah. That's worth mentioning. That's yeah. worth mentioning. But good wrestling for sure. And move on to SmackDown and that's when the big draft started. First night of the draft. Yeah. Which was compared to other sports was more of a traditional draft where they actually took the time to announce who was going where for like the first couple of rounds and explained the rules. There were rules to the draft this time, (laughs) as opposed to the one that happened a couple months ago where people would just like pop up and be like, Oh, Hey, I'm on row. Hey, I'm on SmackDown now. (laughs) Yeah. Draft. (laughs) And then wild card rule. Anyways. (laughs) So we'll see how this draft goes, but yeah, 
And they even made fake little war rooms for USA Network and Fox. Ugh, right. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's just the writer's rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, I'd say mostly. Yeah. Anyways, they started off the night having a match of Rollins versus Roman Reigns and whoever won the match that's whatever brand would get to start the get the first pick get the first pick and it's like finally they're wrestling like they haven't wrestled since Rome I don't think they've wrestled against each other no since Roman got came back I wish it was for the universe title but anyways mm, yeah and I was like this match isn't gonna it's not gonna get all the way through and it didn't because the fiend popped up through the ring and drug Seth Rollins down under the ring <laughs> mm-hmm. through the canvas. It's like, oh man, that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, cool. But then Seth like crawls back out or whatever, and there's like smoke coming out of the hole. <laughs> and then like the fiend like pops up like the little gopher in Candy Shack, popping <laughs> his head through, and then he goes back down and does his little fiend stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, of course, that means Seth won via disqualification, so Raw got to pick first. Yeah. And, surprise, surprise, the man, Becky Lynch, was the first pick for Raw. First, yeah. Because, you know, she's the Raw Women's Champion, so that would be kind of awkward if they didn't <laughs> pick her. But then, SmackDown, second, dra- uh, second pick was Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, surprise! <laughs> I didn't think about that. Surprising, the first two picks, Will says, were the two cover stars on the WWE 2K20. Yep. <laughs> Who would have thought? So Who weird. Who thought? That comes out in a, in a week or two. Yep. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? And then we got another rematch between Corbin and Chad Gable. I'm sorry, he is Chad Gable. I don't care <laughs> what... Baron Corbin, or apparently WWE says, because I'm looking at their website right now, and it even says Shorty Gable. Yeah. No. He is Chad Gable. Don't don't feed Corbin's insanity. <laughs> <laughs> no. He is Chad Gable. But unfortunately, Baron Corbin beat him. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. This dang Brock Lesnar mess being WWE champion. Yeah. Ugh. So dumb, but they're building up for his match between the guy who beat him for the UFC title title like 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah, almost a decade ago. I thought it was more recent, but no, No. 10 years ago. Like Kane Velasquez, I think that's his name. Yeah, I think that sounds right. So they're building that up for the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, which apparently is going to be for the title. Yeah, apparently. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> so, they didn't actually fight each other at SmackDown. They were just... Yeah. Well, Rey Mysterio did most of the talking for <laughs> right. him. But, yeah, just, you know, Paul Heyman saying Brock Lesnar is going to win and Rey Mysterio saying, huh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. And then we had, there was a tag team match between the New Day versus the OC, mm-hmm. which it was good to see Kofi in good spirits again. Yeah. Considering he just lost his title last week. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was a short pay-per-view, because there's no WWE title match. Oh, yeah. Or Intercontinental title match. No. That's why it was such a short pay-per-view, because all the titles weren't defended. No, they weren't. Yeah. 
but so it's pretty much just the universal uh, women's tag team and yeah all the women's the, titles all the women's titles but just the universal for the men's titles yeah because the men now the men's tag titles were defended either oh no. my gosh yeah that's what was so short there weren't any <sighs> there were no... hardly any title matches oh my gosh i don't know what that was about no. Because, I mean, AJ Styles wrestled. It just wasn't a United States title match. It was yeah. a tag team match. Oh, I don't know what WWE's doing. They don't know either. <laughs> but at least the New Day versus the OC, that was a good match. And thankfully, the New Day won. Yeah. Of course. Ugh. And the saddest, most frustrating part of the night was... <laughs> Charlotte and Bailey having a rematch for the SmackDown Women's title and you know Charlotte comes out being the queen being the champ mm-hmm. and then we get Bailey <laughs> murdering her Bailey buddies <laughs> in front of children gosh uh, so good new haircut black and gold so slightly different ring gear mm-hmm. or at least her top was different murdering bailey buddies children crying (laughs) so yeah all the faces are dead (laughs) welcome to the new age there are no faces no i'm like versus charlotte they got bailey being a heel versus the greatest heel they've ever seen yeah it's like what Again, it was a good match, but another thing I'm mad about is like they barely like when Charlotte's won her title the past few times, she's not even had like a full week and she loses it. Yeah. It's like what the heck? Let her have a little bit of a title reign. Like, oh my gosh. Like yeah. ten's a big deal. She's had she's won a title more than any other woman in WWE history. Yeah. That's a big deal. <laughs> yes, it is. But do they act like they care and it is a big deal? Nope. Nope, not at all. It's like, cool, cool. But we have a heel Bailey now, murdering Bailey buddies. <laughs> Yay. No. Not worth it. Choose a different time. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, I feel the timing's not right for a heel Bailey. No, not really. Because there are no faces. It's like you can do that when there are like several faces but when you have no faces you can't you like you can't do that <laughs> no so yeah new haircut no more bailey buddies saying language to the children to end the night mm-hmm. i don't approve of that message no. and neither do children because i've seen reaction <laughs> videos their parents post on twitter of them their children crying it's like I don't blame them I'm crying on the inside too (laughs) so yeah that was probably the biggest thing of the night forget the draft it was Bailey full on heel turn Mm -hmm. that was the biggest story of Smackdown yeah and winning the oh I guess I forgot to mention Bailey won the title back yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah who will rise up to be the new face I don't know I don't know. I don't know either. Cause there's gotta be. I mean, there has to be somebody. Oh, they've got people. They just bury them. Yeah. I, um, mm. Yeah. So frustrated. 
Yeah. <laughs> so frustrated. Well, that's why AEW's come to save us all. <laughs> yeah. Save us wrestling fans from Vince McMahon. Maybe, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So far, so good. So far, so good, yeah. We'll go in our little AEW moment. AEW is really good. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. They could, like uh, you said, I think, before to me, but they could use a little bit more storytelling. Yeah, just a little bit more. Yeah, not a whole lot more. Not a whole lot more. What they've got there is pretty, it's good. It's good. Could be a, a little bit more there. Like, yeah. that's the problem. It's just not quite enough yet. Right, because, like, some of this, some of the stuff they, like, have to tell me, like, the announcers, yeah. commentators have to tell me, and, like, or you can sh- show me. Yeah. Which I think is a big problem with WWE, too. There's a lot of commentators telling us what's going on instead of, like, actually having promos and stuff. Because they have a lot like, of it going on on social media. Yeah, which used to be, like, they used to, like, shoot, like, actual, like, yeah. little vignettes and stuff of story, yeah. like... Like, pre-shoot stuff, not even backstage stuff. Just, like, they'd have weird little vignettes and promos that they'd shot earlier in the day or whatever. Like, basically comedy sketches, some of them. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, now it's just mostly, a lot of it's on social media. So, if you don't follow all the wrestlers and spend your whole day on social media, you don't know what's going on. Like, I'm pretty sure the Natalia Lacey Evans stuff, like, started on social media. Yeah. So, I was like, where are you? Like oh they have some a feud going on what do you oh oh it's been on social media for a couple weeks oh well I don't spend all my day on social media no well and that's because WWE killed kayfabe yeah <laughs> at least for their their people yeah at least for their roster obviously independence and AEW and all the other promotions out there it's still there but so yeah WWE's killed kayfabe yeah for them. Yeah. They have no kayfabe. So my only critiques for AEW right now are just a little more storytelling. Yeah, a little more storytelling. And then Keep more the rest- Orange Cassidy. More Orange Cassidy, yeah. <laughs> I did get a little taste. Yeah, we got a little of taste. Of the freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, we got a little taste. But I'm still curious on how they're going to work him, fit him into their <laughs> hard, quote-unquote, hardcore real wrestling dynamic. <laughs> yeah. But they got feud wars going on. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I wanted it. So, I've been wanting it so bad. I want, I want factions, and I want them to be at war with each other. Yep. I want some Hatfield McCoy. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Blood feuds. Oh, gosh. Which we're kind of getting at AEW. Which, yeah, AEW. Get the inner circle Like, now. right at the beginning. Like, and second episode, the, officially announcing. <laughs> I guess technically, I guess Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and probably other people. There. They've got... There's, the Elite. Yeah, the Elite. So, I guess now you've got the Elite and the inner circle. Yeah. Oh, factions, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, and a little more women's wrestling also. Yeah, a little more. Yeah. Because so far they've just had like one women's match per episode. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I need a little more women's yeah. wrestling. I know you got them. Yeah. I know you, you got, signed them. Yeah. You've got well, more than... I want to see a little more. more. You've got enough to do a match. Or two or three matches. Women's matches. Yeah. Let's do. <laughs> so, yeah. AEW moment. You're doing good. Yeah. Good so far. Keep it up. Keep it up. 
Well, and that sound means it's time for our... Wrestling Word of the Week. And this week's Wrestling Word of the Week is nuclear heat. A high level of heat when fans are agitated to the point of being legitimately angry or upset. (laughs) Nuclear heat. And at the end of this year's Hell in a Cell, we had the perfect uh, real world world example of (laughs) nuclear heat. Yup. Oh, yes. Yup, yup, yup. I was like... Looking at words, I was like, yep, I'm using that one. <laughs> That's going to be this week's Word of the Week, Nuclear Heat. Yep. Because that crowd was legitimately upset. They were not happy. Oh, no. Because there's regular, like, oh, they're a heel. I'm going to boo them. Yeah. Because they're doing heel things. But this is like, whoa, what the mess is this? We don't like this. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. This is, why are you doing this? We're all angry now. Why Why is this happening? It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but not even, but even no chance or like. Uh, right, that's, yeah, like, even those are really. You're playing into what's happening. Right. But this true. was just like, you're true. no, stop this right now. You're right. <laughs> do yeah. not do this. Yeah, this is like, no, shut it down. This is bad. You should feel bad. <laughs> stop it right now. <laughs> yep. Because, yeah, that was, that was not good. No. Nobody was happy. No. Nor should they have been. <laughs> nope. We deserve better. We do. Oh, yeah. This week's <laughs> Word of the Week, Nuclear Heat. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to On the Road 2. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, our latest episodes on SoundCloud. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, review, tell your friends, your family, all your wrestling buddies. You can also follow us on Twitter at OTRT Podcast. Or if you have any questions or suggestions, you can email us at on the road to podcast at gmail.com. Am I forgetting anything else? No, I think that's it. Awesome. So again, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the road to Survivor Series.